they don't just survive, they thrive. The NetBank Business Accelerator with 702. And this next one right up high alley because it's a combination of entrepreneurship and education, something that uh, holds the key to the country's future. 702 and NetBank want to give you the support that you need to take your business to the next level. We've asked you to go to business.702.co.za to tell us about your business. Well, we are about to profile one of those businesses. Now, you're a business owner driven to succeed. You've worked hard for your money and you wanted to grow. With Wholeview Business Banking from NetBank, you can partner with a team of dedicated banking specialists who are able to give you a different perspective on how your money should flow to help you achieve your desired goals. Tailored solutions from NetBank can make your business or take your business to the next level. Search for Wholeview Business Banking and partner with NetBank today. See money differently. NetBank, an authorized FSP and registered credit provider. Pablo Fetides is in the studio this afternoon, as energetic and committed and passionate as ever. Who are we profiling today? You know, really, before we get into that, mm. I want to read something that was sent to, to both you and I, in fact. Okay. A lot of people say that entrepreneurs treat their businesses like their babies. Now, do you remember Haley Eagle yeah. from Jamsco Automotive Manufacture? She sent me a note, and I'm going to read it to you. Yeah. She says, good afternoon, Pablo. I've become an overnight sensation because of you and Reedy. <laughs> I have meetings set up and investors calling me and I'm making hay while the sun shines. Now, this is the part mm. where the baby is the business and has the mother speaking. I also have a new baby, a man 26 ton with 13.5 meter triaxle flat deck truck to add into my pot. <laughs> This is my message of thanks to you and Reedy. Kind regards, Haley. And she has a picture of this massive truck. Like a mom would have a picture of a baby. (laughs) Like a baby. But we're going to be speaking to another entrepreneur today, a Dr. Karen Della Mm -hmm. from Chartal Business College, who incidentally, Reedy, also is, as most entrepreneurs are, idealists. An idealist is someone who looks at the environment and says it can be better. Mm. And that's why they go into business. They start a business with the view to offer a better service or a better product. And what Karen did at Chartal Business College, she offers seven-seat accredited vocational training courses and a Bachelor of Business Administration degree accredited by the Council of Higher Education. And the reason that we've highlighted this business is because skills are absolutely crucial in South Africa. Mm. We have, I'm afraid to say, a dire, dire skill shortage. And one of the areas that really upset Karen is the fact that prior learning wasn't properly recognized. And whilst we have policies around it, the recognition of prior learning is a space that needs to be consolidated further, cleaned up further. She was so passionate about it, she went in order to learn more about it, she got a doctorate degree in it, making her one of the leading thinkers behind it. And still, she experiences massive frustration in our environment. We have policies coming out left, right, and center. Once a policy is set in place by one of the seaters, mm. it's changed every six months, and there's no stability in the environment. And this instability, I think, in my personal view, is as a result of us not having a vision for this country in terms of how we want to participate in the global economy. We need to get leadership around our economic vision, and then we need to get policy stability, whether it be in education, whether it be in the mining sector, was really, in my book, 
loads of people are holding back on investment, waiting for that stability to arrive. And I think Karen really has an interesting message around it. Karen Della is joining us on the line. Dr. Karen Della, Academic Director at Chateau Business College. What a pleasure talking to you. Okay, I'm going to play devil's advocate with you, Karen. Somebody may be listening to us now and saying, of course, if you don't have a university qualification, you shouldn't be doing the job. How do you persuade that person that prior learning matters, has legitimacy? Thanks, Reddy, and thanks, Pablo. Recognition of prior learning has huge relevance. Um, You hear on a daily basis that working adults know and can probably do far more than your average graduate, actually. Um, But without the certificate, what happens is that those working adults are trapped very much in entry-level positions. And this blocks those entry-level jobs for school leavers and the new graduates that you're talking about. So recognition of prior learning gives us a mechanism to help those working adults to earn the qualification as well. And what we do is we follow a process with them to help them make that workplace learning visible, and then it gets assessed and certificated. Now, once it's certificated, that person then has all the benefits of a qualification, like job progression, greater earning potential, and access to further education themselves. They then move up the corporate ladder. And your new graduates have a slot to slot into a business. Hmm. Now, uh, can tell me about the regulatory environment in this particular sector? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you sound very overwhelmed. What's going on? Is it working for us as a country, given our skills shortage, given uh, we've got fees commission looking into funding university, we have the minister saying people must start finding creative ways of getting an education. Mm. Not everyone goes to university, but we say those things, but do we do what needs to be done to show that we mean business? The regulatory environment is very, very complex. So the requirements change often. We have new education acts that are passed, so it seems like every year. And the sector training authorities are at best inconsistent, and they do change their requirements a lot. So at this point in time, the beginning of the year, staying compliant is taking up about 50% of my day. So Mm. we're accredited for both higher and vocational qualifications. So we as a provider need to be registered with 10 different bodies. Each need annual audits, reporting, on-site checks, and all the rest of it. And then we've also got to be accredited for each qualification. So we've got 26 full qualifications, three different delivery modes, online, RPL, and training. So that's 70 different accreditation licenses. Mm -hmm. So it's fragmented, it's variable, lots of duplication. This is very tough, hey, Pablo, because, you know, uh, here's an idea, here's something that she knows works, but so dependent on other stakeholders to, to make it happen. Uh, let's just get back to it and, and ask, what does Karen need to, need to do to take this to another level and navigate uh, her way through these difficult obstacles? You know, I think it's very hard to navigate through the compliance regime because yeah. compliance is important. Mm-hmm. You also don't want fly-by-night of colleges, course, you don't want fake mm-hmm. degrees, yeah. you want really credible stuff out there. But I think that the regulatory environment can be simplified, but it cannot be simplified, really, if there's not a, a viable relationship between government and business. Because a lot of the seat accredited, accredited courses simply churn out people and make them all the same. And yet the changing environment of business is such that businesses to gain competitive advantages to compete effectively with each other need to have bespoke solutions put in place. So I think there are a couple of things over here. Naturally, this business falls in very neatly with the BE codes and the skills development. 
And if you're a company looking for your skills points, this is an accredited facility to do it. But I think that there's an opportunity for Karen to really lift the game over here above a training college. And very seldom do I ever see effective career path mapping from a skills point of view for those in an organization who wish and choose to have it. There's no reason why if you start at a very low level in an organization Mm -hmm. and you are underskilled, that you shouldn't through a sensible skill structure be able to progress a career. And individuals, I don't believe, get enough access to that. The second thing is training is a dual responsibility. I think if you opt to live a life Mm -hmm. where you think you can get away with one skill set in today's world and not commit to a life of lifelong learning, I think you're going to face some tough times and difficult times. And I would be curious to see if Karen introduced a product that said, come and apply. We will train you at 50% of our running cost on the back of you using those skills, you abiding to a career path plan, and as you grow and nurture and earn more, we take a percentage of what you earn. So it's in in it for us, in it for you. We're going to pick the winners that we believe that with the right skills training are going to increase their personal earnings. be fascinated to see how many people take up an offer like that. What do you think about that, Karen? I think it's a great idea. We've just launched the degree, the Bachelor of Business Administration degree. So maybe that's a green sky or blue sky to try and get it started. It's a good idea. Wonderful. A happy customer there. Yeah. Uh, good luck, Karen, and uh, you, you know, me. congratulations on what you've, you've achieved so far. So, uh, Pavlo, let's find out. What are we doing tomorrow? Tomorrow we're going to be speaking to Freddie Mortau, mm-hmm. and I'm really hoping, I'm really hoping, Rudy, that he can convince his kids to come into the business because this business is built over generations. It's in the chemical industry, and unless you have a silver bullet, that magic formula, which is quite hard to come by nowadays, this business takes time. It's a slow brew. We'll hear about it tomorrow. And today, of course, we profiled Karen Della, who's an academic director, Chateau Business College. Could you or do you know of someone who could benefit uh, from supporting this business we've just profiled? Find out more about them on business.702.co.za. The businesses we profile are really making a difference uh, in South Africa. They're making our country a better place through the jobs they create, the innovation they bring and their commitment to the country. Listen Listen in when we showcase the next business owner with Polani Gwala tomorrow morning. The NetBank Business Accelerator with 702. See money differently. Visit business.702.co.za for more.